Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. Really excited about today's topic. It's the worst Catholic songs of all time. Yeah, sorry, everyone who's listening in today, but by the end of this episode, your ears are going to be bleeding and you'll be crying for mercy and tearing pages out of the hymnal because these songs are that bad. <laughs> We've got a band to even start the show that created a very bad song. <laughs> Let's play it in. Let's play it in. Here we go. Sunseed, lead the show. Uh. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. We've got a fun show for you today. The worst Catholic songs of all time. Yeah. So, I mean, you've heard in the intro right there, I mean, these are, these are insipid, terrible songs, and they're going to get stuck in your head, and you're going to be singing them all day, and you're going to be cursing the name of the Catholic talk show for putting all this terrible music in your head, but... Jesus is a friend of mine. I've got he a friend in Jesus. He is my friend. Yes, he is indeed. <laughs> Bad music in church is a problem. Yeah. Let's just let's just come out and say it straight. It's distracting. Point. It's distracting. It's yeah. a problem. And the people in charge of most parishes' music are terrible at it. <laughs> They're not good. They're old. And that's okay. Being old is great. But when you're old, you have no idea what young people want. And when you try to think that young people want sunseed, and that's what you think are needed people in the church, you are you're flat wrong. <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. Yeah. But we've got to be they're, charitable. They're, their intentions are Let's so be good. Charitable shield. So, yeah, but it's, their intentions are great, but the yeah. road to hell is paved with good intentions, and the road to shitty music is paved with good intentions. <laughs> it just is. It's so, just bad taste. You know? Well, you know, you're always gonna be if you're trying to be What's the bride the, of any age, you're gonna be the widow of the next. And right now, we are the widow of the the sixties and seventies liturgical movements in our churches. We are that widow because we tried we married that age and we're stuck with a very bad legacy of felt banners felt banners and terrible folk rock <laughs> quasi oh. mamas and papas garbage music in church and it has no place in church and i want all of these songs that we're going to play today i want them ripped out of every hymnal because they're that bad <laughs> that's the charitable ryan we know i don't know man I'm i mean we're charitable. gonna have to look at these because allow me to kind of put my pastoral spin on things but, but, so that it's not just stroke, so stroke, black and white i'm yeah, just gonna stroke sit your back very nice and listen to what hymns soap opera beard are so bad that they must be stricken from every hymnal so what are this, the songs all right so before we get into the songs i want to make sure that everyone goes on to catholictalkshow.com there's no bad music there and uh, make sure that you go there and subscribe to us on iTunes and on YouTube. It really helps us. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And then do me a special favor, and Father Rich and the other Ryan, go to patreon.com forward slash the Catholic Talk Show. Uh, when you get there, you can help support us and make sure that we continue getting these episodes out to you and that we're helping to lead the fight against terrible liturgical mu move, uh, music. So we really appreciate when you do that. It's and if you fight. don't, now if you don't, Father Rich is going to come and he's going to put these headphones on your head and he's going to play Jesus is a friend of mine over and over ad infinitum in your ears until your head explodes. <laughs> you don't want it, so just... It wouldn't take long. Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> oh my God. He teaches you how to turn your cheek. I mean, that's... Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's so... It gets in your head. Right. So, I mean, you know music is bad, right? How's the music in your parish? 
Um, the it's 11 good. o'clock mass, I'm telling you, is solid. They, yeah. I mean, they really lead some contemporary worship that will lead, you know, the younger generation. I see the younger generation yeah. really participating and singing. That's always the litmus test for me is, you know, is everyone singing and participating or in other cases, the different parishes that I've been associated with or have worked at, you see the kids laughing, giggling, and making fun of the music. And that you don't want. Yeah. How's, the par- how's the music in your parish, Ryan? Oh, it's, it's great. Um, yeah, we have a Gregorian chant coming. It's very <sighs> sacred. It's very sacred. Yeah. You know, it's like, and then um, we just went to the 7 a.m. mass before I, I flew out here. And I, those were the eight, eight AM mass. And, and I've never been to that one. And there literally is like a band and it's bad. Mm. Yeah. And they probably play a lot of these songs that we're going to play today. Now, I think some of these songs, you know, if you are a Catholic of a certain age, uh, you grew up hearing these and you probably never heard anything else in church. You probably never heard any uh, sacred chant. You probably heard these every Sunday your entire life. So even though they're insipid and terrible and saccharine <laughs> and twee and just, Poor compositions <laughs> written by Lutherans and by He's radical just so brutal, Jesuits. Man. No, I'm just, you know, it's just, just how breathe. it is. Just breathe, Jill. It's going to be okay. Breathe. So it's just even mass. though these songs are that awful, there's probably a part of you inside that has some sentimentality towards them. So, And that's what I'm thinking, too. So let's get into right. it. Let me see how we'll sentimental. Yeah, we'll be the judge. We grew up with this music. And you will be the judge. All right. yeah, we grew up with this music. Right. So like the listeners can be the judge. Ryan's made his judgment. Clearly. Now, this one. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, it's pretty. I don't think he could ever be more clear. Uh, yeah. It's, he, his have you ever known me to be a person who was very uh, not to the point? <laughs> no. Yeah, you are very, very straight to the point. All right. Now, this one is a special request from my daughter to include it because the song is awful. <laughs> So now that one was, I don't know, up north, you, you can't swing a dead cat and not hit a parish that plays that song. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's, that is a common song. I have never I've heard never, that song. I've never heard it. Companions really? on a journey. Companions on a journey. I'd like to play a tambourine in a circle <laughs> with those people. Would you though? Oh, just for giggles. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see, again, people, their music directors are like, a nine-piece band playing this crappy folk music, and they oh. think young people like this. We're reaching. We need to have contemporary music. They're but then really a young person appreciate the companionship. Yeah, but See, then but you I got a young person listening to like, you know, Fetty Wap or something. They're <laughs> like, I don't want to hear companions on a journey. I, I do. I do see how there was. There's a group of people, you know, in the '60s, especially the St. Louis Jesuits. Yeah, they they would appreciate the folk kind of a music. Mm-hmm. And and there are folk songs that I actually I love still, folk music. Yeah, there's still folk no, like even in our hymnals that, you know, that they they have a certain element to them that I appreciate a musicality to yeah, it. Yeah, but sing them when you're sitting around your fire a, at a, your a retreat. Yes, no, yeah. exactly. Get, get them out of my church. Yeah. So and and I, I feel I, I feel I, similarly to folk music in the liturgy. Because I think there there's something very, very sublime about what is happening at Mass. And when it's folksy, 
it, it, it loses that kind Deprecates. of... Deprecates. Yeah, it, 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 there's a certain solemnity. It's intentionally familiar. Yeah. It's, you know, when you think about polyphony or like Gregorian chant, I've had to prepare some musical pieces when I was in the choral group down at Ave Maria. And the painstaking effort of looking through all of these different four-part harmonies that you're trying to work into and you're a tenor one or a tenor two and you're trying to blend all, and you're working so hard to get to the point to be able to express that at mass. Yeah. There's been so much sacrifice. There's been so much time invested where folk music is just easy to play and easy to sing. It's lazy. And it's it's almost like a form of, of laziness. It in is. A way. No, it is lazy. You know, and, and where the greater inspiration, quality of inspiration comes when all of that work is being put into it. Yeah. All right. Here's another one by the very infamous Dan Shute. Now, you guys know the Gather Us in Hymnals? Oh, it's yeah. It's like Hagen and Haas and Shute. It's just, these are... Hagen, Haas, and Shute. Yeah, they are... Hagen, Haas, and Shute. They are essentially, well, half of them are Lutherans. The other half are former Jesuits who left the order and are now living... Right, music Lives that are not necessarily... <laughs> Above the boards. <laughs> they are essentially war criminals against <laughs> against good taste in music. So here's one from Dan Shute. War criminals. Yeah, they are. They, their, their, war, music is a, their music is a criminal violation of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> I, I think during um, certain occupations of the other countries by the United States, when we had black ops there, some of these songs were used to interrogate high-level targets. <laughs> <laughs> They're that bad. All right, so here we go. Sing a new song by Dan Schultz. Oh, yeah. That is terrible. Singing hallelujah. No, I think and that's you know that's terrible. Oh, it, it's it is. It's not. It's not definitely in my book as something that I enjoy singing at mass. But I do sing it. So communally, I want to participate because full, active, and conscious participation. You will sing it, and I'll sing it. I will sing that if you're interrogating somebody. <laughs> if I want to break the where's down the money, Lebowski? Psychologically, where's the money, Lebowski? I'm going to sing it to you again. Unto the Lord. No, I, 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 I genuinely have a comment about this one. Okay. And it's a positive comment because you are so harsh and critical. And, and you are so loving. Black and white. And, and the thing is, is there's sentimental value to the song because of the communal aspect of how everyone knows it and everyone typically everyone sings Everyone knows it. Baby Shark. It doesn't mean it's good. But no, I... Um, there, there's a sense of people all singing it. It doesn't mean that it's good. Yeah. <laughs> but Pop, popular consent does not mean It's quality. not as bad as Companions on a Journey. Companions on a Journey. That's, that's rough. That is really hot garbage. Bad. Yeah, it is. But no, I, I would say let's let's strike that one from the hymnal. Too. Okay. That's cool. All right. I'm good with that. Now, here, here's another one by arch musical villain Marty Hagen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure Marty Hagen is such a writer. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure a lot of these he's, people are he's, nice. a, he's a great guy, but Marty Hagen, you are uh, a bad musician <laughs> and a Lutheran, and I keep your bad musical Lutheran music out of my liturgy. We I don't should want put him at the ecumenical forefront of the church that he could work on ecumenical relationships. Ecumenism, he's just so we've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. All right. 
We Remember by Marty Hagan. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Ears are bleeding right now. Could you imagine the music video for this? <laughs> like, <laughs> Marty Hagen dressed up like Brian Adams, staring out over an ocean, <laughs> wind we, through his hair. Dude, we should get together and shoot music dude, videos. Yeah, let's go to the to beach this. tonight. That would be so funny. Video. Uh, okay, stop. But really, seriously. We believe. Seriously, stop. Please. <laughs> Stop now! But yeah. we're, we're gonna have to tie him to the chair like uh, like Odysseus, like oh, when he was gosh. going up against the sirens. The sirens. <laughs> <laughs> Odysseus. Odysseus. Mm. Odysseus. Yeah, that's that's uh, and not like, a big stuff, fan favorite. Yeah, and like these 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 people, these their bands, you know, in church, and, and a lot of them perform for themselves. Is that like? Well, they know, were a group is, called mm. the St. Louis Jesuits. They were a musical group. They had like a they put out records oh, that sucked. Gosh. Yeah. I want to go and find one of those records. <laughs> and, and then do Ryan, something very nice. <laughs> I will go hella hogging with you guys if we can, you know, skeet shoot <laughs> these records. I would I would I would do that. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. That would be actually. great. Yeah. Just actually, throw, have somebody throw them up in the air and just <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really good at uh skeet and trap. Good. It's fun. Good it is. Yeah. But if it's with for a purpose, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna be real good. Yeah. All right. So now this one. Now this is a notorious song and um the person who wrote it, Dan Shute, again, just... <laughs> he's got a... He's a hit make maker. I know. He, he, well, he, half of our hymnals are written by this dude. Oh, and um, th- a lot of people say that this song has... He must have banked, too. I mean, he had to have banked. Well, I mean, every year, all you pastors are out there buying... Buying these, up these hymnals. Yeah, and paying Shoot. Dan Shute money so he can live his lifestyle off of the back of well, poor working there class Catholics. He's sitting playing there, acoustic playing guitar. Playing his lame guitar in his lame house, With eating hair. lame food. Wind blowing through his hair. Yeah. I remember uh, when I fooled them <laughs> to buy my to buy shitty my music. <laughs> but I got some money, Lord, <laughs> and I'm spending it. <laughs> Turns into a rap I'm video. I'm monogrammed Dan Shute Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dan Shute's probably oh, a great wow. guy. I don't know. Uh, He's, he's, probably, again, he's just a villain. He's an arch villain. Uh, All right, ready? <laughs> Let's remember they are they are good villain. people out there. We don't know these people. Let's not form judgments uh, here. All but right, the, ready? We can Child. certainly talk about judges music. Judges okay. music. Because music is not a person, and I don't have to yes. be charitable towards music. Don't be don't be charitable toward the music. Ready? All right. So here's here's another just insipid song by Dan Shute. It's called "Here I Am, Lord." You guys know all of these songs. Yeah. Heard my my people cry, so whiny. <sighs> I'm so glad I wasn't in that generation. Oh, Ooh, oh. they threw in some brass. Oh. It must be Easter. <laughs> Here's a little special Easter version of. I'm gonna, yeah. We're gonna throw in a little. I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't listen anymore. Thank you. It's, it's, thank you. Stop. Oh my gosh. That's oh, terrible. Gosh. Again, I, I would say that because I have Isaiah. Right. Yeah, and and there's there's some lyrics there that are that are okay, um, but communally, I've had. 
times at mass where we've sung that and it's okay. But again, it's not as bad as others that we've already evaluated. All right. And I'm, I I wouldn't go, if I was a music director, I would never select that to sing at mass, but, um, it's not like I'm, I'm considering, okay, maybe leave it in the hymnal. Maybe. Oh, you're getting um, getting soft on me. It needs to be, it needs to be taken out back and shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this thing is. You won't take it out there to Corpus it. Christi. It's a dead dog hey, right there. Yeah. Hey, here I am, Lord. Look over there. You Big see? shout out to Corpus Christi. There's though. all the farms. Look over there. Here I am, Lord. Just it's okay. Just look right <laughs> over there. <laughs> look. Just picture the picture the rabbits. Here I am, Lord. Oh my gosh. Anyway, this is a painful. So, you know, it it seems like it seems like what we've got going on here is a theme. It's almost like a really awful tennis match because it just keeps going back to Dan Shute and Marty Hagan, like volleying back and forth for terrible songs. And they're dominating and they're dominating the music of the church across across the board. They are. So here's a big deal. Gather us in. Now, oh, oh, yeah, this is I this is one of my least favorite. Is this the one where you go dancing? No, this is the one that he stole from Gordon Lightfoot. Now is the darkness. Yeah, this is definitely one that I do not like. In this space, our fears and our dreams brought here to you in the light of this. Totally ripped off of uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That's pretty awful. Yeah, that is rough. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. All right. Now, now here's one. Which is the one where it's like, come dance in the forest. Oh, that Lord, 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 Lord of the Dance. Does anyone oh, actually play that in church? Oh, yes, yes dude. Really? Oh, yes. I've never heard that. It, it was at a wedding that I that I did. Oh, God. What kind of wedding? It was a family wedding, believe it or not, and the, uh, the bride. They're, they're destined, probably destined they're to fail as a couple. Oh, yeah. They're going to hear this in the bride. I love you guys, but I already told them. I already told them. I'm like, dude, guys, but it was a sentimental thing. Of course it is. Irish or something? Well, it's just a parish that they grew up in. They sang it all the time. <sighs> Awful. The guys, that guy's warping people's See, but again, minds. Uh, again, music. it's just there. there is sentimentality to it because you grew up with you it. You grew up with it. We grew up with it, too. Yeah, it's we don't have like Stockholm real... Syndrome. You grew up with your captors, and now you have you sympathize with them. But if that's the only thing that I knew... Say, say, you know, like I was, I'm just like a, a pew Catholic that I come, you know, on Sundays or occasionally or whatever. I never went off to Ave Maria. I never went off to seminary. I never studied music or sacred music or anything like that. I would probably say, yeah, that's church music. Yeah. And, but you and actually, I wouldn't feel as strongly as I, all of us, we're, we're daily communicants. We go to mass all the time. We go to confession. We, we participate in our faith at a deeper level. But if you didn't go, if you grew up with that music and didn't go out and expand your horizons, do you know what you would probably be doing on Sundays? Not going to church. <laughs> that's, that's a that's good true. possibility. That's a good possibility. Bad music in the liturgy is one of the biggest reasons that people stop going to church. That's good. That's a that's a very good point. Because it, it come they come to mass for something transcendent and beautiful and a, a communion with God and it's heaven. Hokey. My, it's, it, and it's, it's hokey. It's, it's just totally hokey. Lame. No, it's true. Terrible it's true. experience. No, it's it doesn't really feel true. holy. It doesn't feel feel special. It doesn't feel yeah, other. My it pastor. feels just like. Dude, my bad pa- music. My pastor at St. Bernadette, uh, big shout out to Monsignor Bart Smith. Um, is that in DC? Yeah. Yeah, that was, you took he, me there. It's a great church. He he spent, I was a youth minister there. I knew the budget, right? But he spent all the money on liturgy mm-hmm. and, and music and all that. And mm-hmm. people They're came packed. from, people came from all over. It's a no brainer. And they said that that's why they came. It's a no brainer. 20 miles, you know? I know. I mean, it's DC. Hiring, hiring. 
Now, this one's going out for all you people who went to probably Steubenville and got a degree in sacred music and then couldn't find a job and are now working at Kinko's. It's terrible. I've heard a lot of people do it. I don't think there's Kinko's anymore. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they buried Kinko's. Yeah, well, <laughs> FedEx or whatever, or whatever job you're doing and not doing what you were trained to do. Every pastor out there, go and find these people and hire them. They're worth their weight in gold. Yeah. Hiring a good music director who's studied it, who's bringing beautiful music to And it doesn't have to be Gregorian chant. It doesn't have to be plain chant. There's, it doesn't have to be polyphony. It, it doesn't, doesn't have to be anything it doesn't, like that. It could have been written last year, yeah. but it has to be good. And it has to be done with intentionality mm-hmm. so that there is a... A worship towards God, not a performance. A big shout out goes to my band in Miami, Epic the Band. We yes, I'm, I'm their for, I'm their formation advisor, and I've been a type of spiritual director. And Bishop Delgado in, in Miami's taking them on now. He's more of their formal spiritual director, but I'm still in charge of formation, and we're working through Sing to the Lord documents, and we're going to be writing some liturgical pieces for cool. Mass together, and, and we're going to be working on a number awesome. of things, which I'm very excited about. But you know, when See, we were that's praying an example together, of new music that's done the right way. Yes, right. and and it's it's clear that. It doesn't need to be something that was done 400 years ago or 600 years ago. There's an element of that that when it's introduced, people are touched by it. So there needs to be a little bit of that. But to sing a new song to the Lord, not like that. You know, it's you know it's important that we're developing. So uh, a big prayer and and support for our our musicians and our artists that are out there today. There's starving artists in the world in your communities that you can, you can really bring in. The church needs to be the patron of good art, good art, good music. Amen to that. Quit being cheap. Amen to mother church. Quit being cheap. Yeah. Quit saving more money to have a better bingo night and hire a good music director. Yeah. And instead of having capital campaigns for millions of dollars to put marble and all these huge, you know, renovations in for millions and millions of dollars, put it into music. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple, but, but, you know, keep your worship space simple, but to truly enhance the Now, even St. Francis never spared gold for the altar. No, and and I'm I'm, I'm in the mindset. Keep your worship space beautiful. Keep your administrative spaces simple. But John Vianney was the same way. He would not spare on on liturgical vestments or anything like that. But at the same time, greatest goods that you can, if you're in a poor parish, Right. If you're in a poor parish, where do you invest? You don't invest. The liturgy. You invest in the liturgy. Right. You may have a wooden altar. Oh, absolutely. I agree. You yeah. may have a wooden altar. That's fine. We have a wooden altar at resurrection. It's a beautiful altar. It's not the most ornate altar. We, you know, we don't have any marble. We can't afford that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure there's parishioners there that could afford different things, but it's like, let's ask those parishioners to invest in what is most important, which is the liturgy. Mm-hmm. You know, a hurricane comes through, an earthquake comes through, a fire comes through. All that stuff is ruined. The liturgy. The liturgy will never be ruined. All right. So we got a couple more. Now, this one, this one is so bad, it's good. <laughs> this one is so bad that I actually. Oh, I can't wait. It's what is like, this? you ever get a bruise and you keep on pushing on it because it hurts, but it kind of is interesting to push on a bruise. That's what this song is like. <laughs> That's very good. It's kind of messy. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The King of Glory, consolation, rejoices. Felt banners. The Leotards. <laughs> Liturgical dancing. Liturgical dancing. Nuns without habits and short curly hair playing guitars. Easy shield. 
Okay, you can stop it now. You know what ruined that song for me? One, it's just it's a terrible song. You know what? Hold on. Okay, no, 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 Here's what ruined that song for you. It was written. That's what ruined that song for you. Now you might have a sub a secondary reason. I'm willing to listen, but I was not Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert, oh, yeah. CCD, he was, you know, he, he was, uh, he did a video a while back. Oh, it's funny. And it was, he was in a CCD classroom in his church because he used to teach CCD. CCD yeah. So he did this dancing whole around. dancing rendition of the King of Glory. I can never, ever Hear listen that to that song around. without thinking of his face and his dance moves yeah. to the King of Glory and not funny. lose myself laughing. Yeah. It's happened. I know. But, and it's awful. <laughs> it's an awful song. Yeah. It's an awful song. Oh, all right. Well, oh. here's, here's another one. The King of Glory comes. Table of Plenty by Dan Shoot. Mm. Dan Shoot is back. Oh, Ooh, she had a nice little trill there. Yeah. Her talent is wasted on garbage music. She has a nice voice. She does. Yeah, but that's like... See, look, Sheila's showing, Sheila's showing, showing charity and restraint. That's impressive. Not well, I don't normal. want to get this show. This that show. is not normal for you. Well, this show is uh, rated um, PG. So. <laughs> well, you did say shitty. Yeah, you did. You used it. We, we don't have to renounce it. Ryan, how dare you? I see you're the one that forced him to. All right, that's, that's enough. That's, okay, enough. that's, that's enough. That's good. Stop. I don't know where Singer. Terrible song. Two, two singers. Okay, I can't. That's good. That's twice as that makes it twice as bad. <sighs> How do you guys are you guys in a dark place? I am man. I'm depressed. I know. I'm stretched. I know. I mean there's like <laughs> darkness rolling in. Yeah, no, it's true. Over the mountains. Yeah, there's clouds coming in. It's the those are the clouds of clouds desolation and, sunny, and terrible yeah, music. In sunny California in Southern California. This is a rarity. All right. Yeah. Here, here's here's we Very got symbolic. we got two left. You guys got it left, Can we didn't just you? Do one more. <sighs> no. Come All right, on. two more. Okay. Michael John Talbot. Oh. Be not afraid. There was a Michael Talbot song because he actually came to a, a parish of mine and did the mission. He did a great job. He did a very, doesn't he like? Good job. Doesn't he like have like his own religious order of? One? It's kind of strange because yeah, really they wear weird. habits and they sell things that they you know. Yeah. So and there's a little bit. They wear habits and sell terrible music. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me say this though, Talbot. He's he's a good he's a good preacher. He had a good message. And musically, like he's very talented. Very, like, yeah, he's very, very talented. very talented. And he's got a beautiful voice. So when it came to his mission, I actually appreciate it. I enjoyed it. I got some stuff out of it. Yeah. But um, the thing that I, I, there was only one song in truth that I loved that Talbot did that I used a number of times early on in my ministry as a youth director um, was on Confession and God's Mercy. And the lyrics were beautiful and the music to it was beautiful. Again, it's not something that I would put in the, the mass, yeah. in the liturgy for Eucharist. I would not do that. But for a retreat setting, a meditative song, whatever, um, you know, a fireside, 
you know, reflection of examination of conscience or whatever and the mercy of God, that song I, I would have, uh, I, I'd still use because it was very good. But most, yeah, most of it is very, See, very I mean, folksy. These songs, the problem is that they're played because, number one, either it's lazy and this is just what we've been doing for the last 25 years. Two, or worse, they think that young people actually want to hear this. And there's, I don't think that's the case though, bro. I don't think that's, I think it's easy and it's free and it's not free. They still, they have to pay, you know, all that. These music directors have a death grip on the music and liturgy and they're not letting go. It's not, they're not letting any, there's a lot of, there's a renewal that's been, but it's not happening fast enough. It's it's not happening fast enough, but here's the thing too. You know, I had the kids at the high school I worked at St. Joseph Academy. And I'm forming these kids. We do a we do a retreat. We do adoration, and I'm installing them as Eucharistic ministers. Right? I got delegation from each of the parishes, and the idea is we install them. They can serve at school, but the whole idea is that they're Eucharistic ministers in their community because that's the whole point of forming them and commissioning. So they're them. going to like shut-ins and hospitals, those sort of things. Yeah, they're they're participating in Eucharist to the sick, to the needy, and then most importantly on Sunday at Mass. And so uh, as extraordinary, yeah, extraordinary minister of Holy Communion. How many, but how many are there? At the at my old parish, yeah. it's a huge parish, okay. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Because sometimes yeah, I go, sometimes I go to church and there'll be a hundred people and twelve Eucharistic, and that's ministers. ridiculous. I I, I literally yeah. did that count two weeks ago. Yeah, about one hundred and twenty people, twelve Eucharistic ministers. And, and that's like a ten to one ratio. Yeah, and I'm that's a, not extraordinary. And no, and that's not what the church instructs. Like we we shouldn't be doing that. But at the same time, like with this, you you need extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion because it's communion, a large parish. It's a large yeah. parish. Yeah. You're looking at maybe 45 minutes or so, 30 minutes, yeah. if you're distributing communion, yeah. only the ordinary ministers of Holy Communion, priests, deacons, etc. So with this situation, the girl goes back and she's so excited about being a minister and she goes to sign up with this lady and she refuses her. And it's all based on this has been my ministry. Oh yeah, and and we don't want to let it go. I and know, there's that's... a there's a sense of that in every respect, even in the priesthood, bro. Oh yeah, even in the priesthood, you know, there's there's guys of certain generations. They <laughs> baby don't boomers, wanna, they don't <coughs> baby wanna, boomers. They don't want to let a human go. Trait. It's a, it's a human trait. It's like we want to control our territory. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be threatened by by you know a new idea or a new you know a yeah, new innovation. Status, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. and I'm in charge. Well, of I think something. here I think one of the big problems is that that generation oversaw all these changes that instituted these things. And they have the feeling that all the things that they fought so hard to get into liturgy or get into the culture of the church, as soon as they die or let go, they're going to get wiped out. Mm-hmm. So they're holding on to them with a death grip because they know that those things are not going to last. And the second that these bishops or these music director, directors or these pastors are out of the way, the next generation is going back to more traditional practices. And... They are fighting that to the last breath, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a losing battle for them. Mm-hmm. But that's what's going I mean, on. Was a, there was a rat race, you know, right after Vatican II, of just you know expressing themselves in the liturgy. There was pizza mass, pizza and beer masses. There were all sorts of clown ministries and big head things, and Whoa. you know, and and different weird dances in the liturgy. Unlike the stanky leg ministry, <laughs> the stanky leg. <laughs> Do the stanky oh, leg. Oh my gosh. I want to belong to that parish who does the stanky leg. (laughs) That's so funny, dude. No, but, but, um, unlike, for example, the African communities 
and I have a, a huge Nigerian community. There, there's a there's a lot of different uh, you know um, African countries represented in communities in my parish right now, and they did at the Feast of the Epiphany this beautiful procession with the gifts. And they danced all the way up to the altar to to give. It was one of the most spiritual things. That's custom, right? That's true. That's t- lowercase t. Look, like Cardinal Rinze would say, that is the proper place for liturgical dancing when it arises yes. organically out of the community. Yes, liturgical dancing in uh, in American uh, culture is is an, it's an appropriation and it's it's a forced yeah novel. like a, like a white lady from Chicago doing an African liturgy dance. It's, it's just, just absurd. Not, no, that's it's not, not. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. It is absurd. And it's not that I'm against dancing in the liturgy if, because if you move me to Africa, have you ever seen, I would love it. Have you ever seen during the intro in an African liturgy, they're swaying. And oh, they're bringing, and it's the whole people. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a, it's a, but see again, it's communal. It's communal, but it's, it's worship not, towards God. It is yes, not a performance. Exactly. It is, it's a group of people worshiping God together. And the movement is visceral. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Here it's, it's well, three people per- control the parish, and this chick wants to dance because she likes dancing, yeah. and they control the liturgy, so they let them, and everyone else is like, "Oh my, oh it's gosh. brutal, it's brutal, it is brutal." Yeah, it's it's it is the it is the slow martyrdom of a thousand terrible liturgies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we got one more <laughs> song. One more song. You went and saved the best. This for is last. this is the granddaddy of all. Awful songs, really, and this is the one that I'm. I'm presuming we're going to have the most uh, debate over, or whether or not it is a terrible song. Okay, now um, <laughs> I think this one is performed by someone, but you know, like I said, judge for yourself. But this song is the granddaddy of terrible church songs. You dwell in the shelter. The way you he's singing it. Yeah, you you selected somebody that's singing it that's a little. Did I? My rock in whom I trust. Here we go. Okay, we're going to debate this. Oh gosh, look at the hawk. It's an eagle. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I, I'm seeing at that bar. It looks like a hawk instead of an eagle. Okay. watching on YouTube, you're getting some hand motions That song here. makes Josh Groban <laughs> sound like Lemmy in Motorhead. <laughs> that is the most <laughs> light song maybe ever written. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is my argument. Uh, see, I knew you were going to like this. Well, now. yeah, and, and um, this definitely comes from a pastoral place, for sure. It's, is it because it's a funeral song? Bingo. <sighs> it's because it's a funeral song. And I have, a, I have a buddy who's a priest, and yeah. he says that when 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 you die, Ryan, I'm going to convince your wife to let me perform your funeral mass. That's awesome. And I'm going to play on eagle's wings in it. Oh, that's funny. And I told him, I'm like, you do that, I'm going to haunt you. That's hilarious. I'm coming guitar. back, and I'm going to haunt oh, you. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. 
No, but that's that's one thing that I would argue is a lot of people, even listeners to this. Right. They're going to think of they're going to think of the funeral that they were at for their mom, their dad, their, you know, their grandparents, their, you know. Right. And and certainly even for me, like I've done so many funerals with that hymn and every liturgy that I celebrate, especially a funeral. There's something that happens to me in relationship to those funerals that I am privileged to celebrate on behalf of a loved one of someone. So that him itself has embedded inside of my heart. So granted, I can look at it objectively it, and musically and say, you know, this isn't see, then a, that's a why great I song. I don't think it's the granddaddy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's the granddaddy of bad oh, songs. This is no, it's not the granddaddy of bad songs. No, that's, like, that's like, like a whole nother level. That's, well, see, this is the one that I think most people will hinge their debate on bad church music on. That's why I call it the granddaddy. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we're right, talking what you, about... What do you people out there think? Okay. On Eagle's Wings, yes or no? Does this song fly? Does this song stay in the ground? Right. right. No pun intended. Does, Does it fly? No, that was completely intended. Do you have oh, hand motion? I'm, I'm clever like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to put the poll in there. Do you like On Eagle's Wings? Now... I'm interested to really hear what what everybody has to say about all of these. Uh, yeah, because I'm sure there's. I know for a fact. Oh yeah, some people. Are there's a like number of parishioners, and there's probably no, people. We're gonna get my, hate mail. Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of a lot of hatred on this. But um, you know, and just so you know, all of the choir members of all the different groups at my parish, because we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. I dislike you guys. No, no. I'm going to put the caveat out there that Father Rich did not pick these songs. I right. did. I had nothing to do. I with picked these songs. Yeah. And if if any of the and members- obviously people can tell because he's obviously the most clearly opinionated one out of the bunch. <laughs> That's so true. You know, well, so I mean, I think they, opinions, I think they can kind of read into well, that. Why oh, have yeah. an opinion if it's not strong? That's a good point. But the only thing is, is when we speak so emphatically, we speak to concrete, and it's just like set in stone, and. We're we're supposed to be fluid. We're supposed to move, and we're supposed to. Are those to, the lyrics to one of your songs change. you're writing? Yeah, I'm gonna. It's a folk fluid. song. You, you should do. who write music that's fluid, not concrete. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't think we should ever ever speak so conclusively as to close the doors on these music. Yes, we should. Well, on that yes, specifically, like in all seriousness, I would I would tear out all of the songs that you presented, except and, for on Eagles Wings. Well, on Eagles Wings, like not that I would. Could you just use that as a pass out? Well, I would, maybe it's not in the man. Uh, unless, unless at a funeral, I'm, we're preparing the liturgy, and somebody's like, "I really, this was my grandmother's or my mother's favorite song at church," and blah 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 blah. That, that's their that's their right, man. And I'm not yeah. ever going to stand at in my place funeral. Of, I want to chant a DS era. <laughs> I want a DS era at yeah. my funeral. Absolutely. I, 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 I want I want the most brooding dirge you can get. Oh man, I I, I want a requiem mass. Yes. I'm leaving money in my will for uh, black vestments. Mm-hmm. So for whatever priest who celebrates my funeral, if he doesn't have black vestments, you got some now, Padre. And, and since we're talking about that, <clears throat> I would like a requiem mass and black vestments, and I would like to be secretly buried at Mission Nombre de Dios in St. Augustine. Secretly. Yeah, because we're not allowed to bury anybody out there. It's not a secret, no. Me, so me, I and, know, Ryan, so. me and Ryan are going to get have an Irish funeral for you, get really... <laughs> Drunk. Yeah, that's cool. I'm totally cool in with there. That. It's gonna be like weekend at Bernie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, please do that, guys. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know, I don't need a headstone or anything. I just want to be buried out of the mission grounds, yeah, man. Just put cool. me near my mama, you know, our lady of La Leche, and I 
We'll be very, very happy. That's cool. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Well, we're not going to give you the Inquisition today because oh, I think you've been tortured enough. I think, oh, the, uh, I think everybody's been yeah, tortured. Laborous. So all, all you listeners drink. out there, um, if you're still alive, if you still have your <laughs> faculties of hearing and you're not bleeding from the eyes and the ears... <laughs> Uh, I apologize for doing this to you, but I think it was it was a necessary thing so that we can put a necessary evil. It was a, it was a necessary evil so we could shine some light on the dark corners of the church hymnals. <laughs> the dark corners. Let's get some new music out there. All right. Well, pray for pray for Epic. Pray for all these different uh, you know music Musical, ministers that are coming yeah. up through the ranks. They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah find some good ones out there. So uh, again, make sure you go to CatholicTalkShow.com. Uh, subscribe to us there. Uh, follow us on all the services. Uh, go to Patreon.com forward slash Catholic Talk Show. Um, help support us. Uh, make sure that we can continue making these episodes. And we really appreciate you listening, even if it is at the expense of your hearing and your um, sanity and soul. Uh, we love you. <laughs> we love you. Hey, how about this? Why don't we give him something nice to play him out? Okay, that sounds like a great idea. Why don't we give him a little bit more sun seed? Oh, that's perfect. All right, see you guys next time. God bless. He taught me how to pray and how to save my soul. He taught me, he taught how, me how to, to pray my and how to save my soul. The music may sound different, but the message is the same. It's just an instrument to pray.